this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of the Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. And you picked a great night to come to the show. Tonight on the Sean Yankee Show, we'll be doing hindsight news. That's where we dig through the bullshit and the propaganda going on in the media and try to get to the truth of it all. So you picked a great night to stop by. Thanks for coming. And first things first, remember to smash them shits. I'm begging you. It really does help us. You know, I know I sound like a broken record with it, but it really does help us. We're just a little independent show, completely dependent on you guys to get out and get seen. So please smash them shits. Hit that like button right now. If you're here on Rumble, the most important platform, the mothership, it's the boxing glove on your mobile phone. And then on your computer, it's just like YouTube. Just hit like. And they fix the comments over there. They're working on stuff, guys. I'm telling you, it's getting better over on Rumble. Rumble's getting hot. It's a place to be, but it's easier to comment. Right under the video is the live chat. And the comment section's also right there, too. You no longer have to scroll to the bottom of the page. So they're fixing stuff over there and making improvements. I'm really excited about that. But news, you know, this is news night. And I got a surprise for you. There's going to be a bonus at the end because news is mentally exhausting for me. And this week is no different. It's all just a clusterfuck in my head right now, to be totally honest with you. And I think, honestly, I think that's its true purpose to muddy our mind, you know, to distract you, to get you misdirected, confused about what's even really going on. Confused about what's really important, what really matters. And, 
you know, to put a negative influence into your life, a constant negative influence. They want to have constant access to your vibration and your energy and sap your energy and steal your vibration, lower your vibration, steal your energy. That's what they want to do. Steal your joy, steal your hope. So as a bonus on the end of news, we're going to be doing a Monday motivation. I think I need to bring that back. And I, I think some of y'all need it too. I think it's really helpful. So we're going to have affirmations and motivation after the news tonight. So stick around for that. That's going to be a bonus because the media is negative and it probably feels that way because it is designed to do just that. Steal your joy and your hope and lower your vibration and just drain you. And it's completely controlled by a handful of corporations and despite a little bit of surface differences, they're all aiming at the same agenda and have a mutual goals and follow the same core narrative. You know, this media machine that we're covering tonight and we cover every Monday on Hindsight News is a weapon. It is. It literally is. And you should judge the info that is coming out of it through that lens. And that's what we aim to do here on Monday nights. We go through the propaganda and attempt to find the real truth of what is happening out there. You know, get to the bottom of it as much as we can. Try to figure out what's important. And more importantly than that, try to figure out what is being hidden from us. What are we being distracted from? What, where should our attentions be? And they're trying to pull them away from and a lot of times that's just focusing on what really matters, focusing on your community, focusing on what you can do and, and, and affect directly. And we're going to talk about that more in a minute, too. But, you know, it's tough times right now. Any scraps of journalism that are left are being rounded up and eliminated through lawsuits, political pressure and corporatized censorship. It's getting to a point where we're going to be left with a completely whitewashed internet lorded over by a woke AI and left with no way to safely express ourselves without fear of repercussions. And with no way to speak out, all of our liberties can easily be sold off to the corporate sector. We can find our rights corporatized and, you know, you'd be silenced. What can you do? Everybody worries so much about the Second Amendment. You go after guns in any way people get up in arms, and rightfully so. It's an important right. It's very important. It helps us to protect our liberties and protect our country against tyranny. And it's the only way we can protect ourselves. But if you don't have a voice, if you can't express yourself, if you're silenced effectively, then they can do anything to you. If they silence you, they can come for your guns and no one would know. There could be a huge standoff in your area. No one would know that anyone stood up. They just quietly eliminate us once they silence us. And they can't do it because we have freedom of speech, but they can do it through corporations. And that's how they're accomplishing it. 
That's how they're making it happen. But we really are witnessing the fall of an empire from the inside. Right now, we have front row seats to the collapse of the United States. And global power is shifting. And the globalists are losing their hold. The Luciferian beast system actually seems to be crumbling before us. So why doesn't that just fill me up with joy? Why aren't I thrilled by that? It really does seem to be the death throes of the evil system that lords over us. They're losing their power and it's demonstrable in many different ways. So why do I worry if evil is seemingly on the ropes? I guess I shouldn't in the end because if God is with me, then who can be against me? But that being said, I do still worry. And for me, the reason is that we're dealing with psychopaths. They lack empathy. They have no moral restrictions. And they have a burn it all to the ground mentality. And they're prepared for that. They're prepared to do that. It, you know, they, they threaten us and threaten us and threaten us that Russia would nuke us. Oh, there's going to be a nuclear war. Watch out. Putin's going to press the button. I'm not worried about Putin. I would be much more worried that there would be a false flag attack, nuclear attack, and it would be us that did it and triggered off the nuclear war that wipes out humanity. And they go underground. They have cities and luxurious living spaces prepared for themselves underground. And they already intend to wipe a majority of us out anyway. So what will they resort to before they lose their hold? That's what worries me. And it also worries me about where we shake out of all of this in the end. How things end up for us, you know. The citizens of Rome as it falls and collapses and crumbles and loses its power. But I worry. I'm a worrier. Could be great. This could all work out fantastic for us, you know. And hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. But, you know, on this morning, Jank, Paul was saying to distance yourself from it all. And like we were talking about a little earlier, just focus mostly on what you can affect and things in your local community and your family life and your daily life. And I think that's great advice. That's true. And that's really where we can lead, where we can shine in our day to day. You know, I think we can do things. We can do a lot of things to help. Like we can make stupid hurt. People are spreading stupid disinformation. We can make that painful for them. We need to do more of that. It needs to be uncomfortable to spread bullshit. But this little news segment that we do on Mondays, it started out because you need to know your enemy's tactics to be able to effectively fight back against them. But take it all with a grain of salt, you know. And in the end, it is weaponized propaganda at its core. So listen to everything, believe nothing, as Will Cooper would say. Draw your own conclusions. We're just going to go through the stories of what's going on and, you know, I'm going to tell you what I think about it all, but let me know what you think. If I get it right, share this out. Get this out everywhere. And remember, hit that like button. And if I get it wrong, let me know what you think I got wrong. I'd love to hear from you either way. You know, and, and, and that's all good for the show. Any act, interaction helps us. So commenting, hitting like, and sharing are all great things. And I really appreciate it. So thank you for doing that. And... 
you know, if you guys are ready, we're about to get started. It's Monday night, and on Monday nights, we do news. So let's get started with Hindsight News. So Fox settled the Dominion lawsuit for almost a billion dollars. Now, that whole story about the rigged election and what actually did happen all looks like fake news. Again, that term fake news is being used against us. We're the ones that that weaponized phrase has been turned on. So anyone claiming that Joe Biden is not the most popular elected president in United States history is just a dangerous liar spreading fake news because our election system is completely legitimate and secure head to toe. It's conspiracy theorists and fake news spreaders that say otherwise, like Tucker Carlson. And that's why Fox decided they no longer wanted to have the number one show. You know, Tucker Carlson was the number one show, not just news show, show that Fox had. And they decided to get rid of him. You know, and I don't even think he was that involved in reporting on the Dominion stuff. I don't think that's what it has to do with. I think it has to do with them fearing some kind of backlash from the January 6th stuff. And... Earlier, it was Lee, I think, I saw say that hopefully he has the January 6th tapes. Was that given to Tucker Carlson or to Fox? Because there's a lot more to come out there. And also, it's good to have them just so when they scrub that off from the Internet and eliminate his coverage of the, if that was going to be all of it, eliminate his coverage of the January 6th insurrection, Fed surrection. But it's just a silence opposition. It's a really bad thing. I'm never excited about it. There's a lot of ignorant liberals that are cheering that Fox has fired Tucker Carlson. I don't think it's a good thing. It, it, if there was some legitimacy to him, if he's not a CIA asset like all the rest of them, and there was some legitimacy to his uh, seemingly opposing views, there was some truth coming out on his show. I have to say there was good coming out there. I don't think there's anyone in the media that's doing anything outside the agenda and the narrative. And I think even this, even this right here is manipulation of the public. I'm sure he got a huge buyout of his contract and I'm sure he will do fantastic. I don't know where he plans on going next, but he comes from money. He doesn't even really need this. He's already wealthy. Everything will be fine for Tucker Carlson. And he's probably just as involved in this as anyone. It might have been part of their settlement with Dominion. Who knows why they did this? But it's a bad sign for journalism, just like the lawsuit itself is a bad sign for journalism. That you can't cover how voting machines that 
it is demonstrated over and over and over again. I've seen video after video of it, demonstrations of high school students even hacking these machines in minutes with nothing more than USB sticks. These are hackable machines. And I've seen people uh, testify before Congress on this matter. And it's just a fact. And if you add in any connectivity to the internet, any legitimacy of a voting machine goes out the window. Second, you plug it into the internet. So the whole thing is corrupted and you should be able to talk about that. We need to go to a paper ballot system. We do need election reform in this country. It is to that point where, where that is what we need to be discussing and what needs to be happening. But we can't talk about that because if you talk about that and talk about how anything might be wrong with our current system, bam, $1 billion lawsuit. So no one's going to want to do that. You know, Fox is up against another two something billion dollar lawsuit over that same kind of shit with the Dominion stuff from a different voting company, a different voting machine company. But AOC, it's interesting that Tucker Carlson gets fired right after AOC calls for his job and says that he should be censored because he incites violence. You know, Anything that disagrees with the narrative is inciting violence. You hurt my feelings, you're inciting violence. You can put that label on absolutely anything. So is, is Tucker just being a sacrificial lamb right now for the predictive programming of censoring individuals and labeling them uh, dangerous? Because I don't, I just... I want to remember for a second, I know he ended out on Fox and a lot of people are big fans of Fox and, and it's the highest rated network right now as far as news. And Tucker was a big star. He was their biggest star. So people liked him, but he did start out on CNN. Let's not forget he spent five years on CNN, one year at PBS and three years at MSNBC and used to have Rachel Maddow on as a guest all the time. So let's not forget that Tucker has roots on the other side and may not be legit, but might be, might have so much money and nothing to lose and decided he really wanted to spread truth and stand up for justice and did release something he wasn't supposed to. But I feel like they were just fucking with us by putting out the January 6th footage that they put out through Tucker Carlson and that the reason why they put it out through Tucker Carlson was so they could discredit it just like they're using this incitement of violence thing and, and sacrificing Tucker in, in the process of it, they'll use that against us, against regular people. Because this wasn't about the, a lawsuit into settling the rigged election or whether or proving the election was or wasn't rigged. It was about how Fox could not have gotten a fair trial here. There's no way they could have gotten a favorable outcome here. It probably would have been much worse than what happened in the settlement, which is why they had to do it. Because the media and the intelligence agencies and the cabal, the oligarchy, the owners, whatever you want to call them, whoever's pulling the strings, 
all align together. And if you can paint any narrative you want with your media machine, you can do almost anything you want. You can make it look like there was real justice. You can make it look like public opinion matches what you're doing, even if it doesn't, even if it comes nowhere near, you can make it appear that it does. And that's all that, that they do. That's all that they need to do. It's the appearance. Just like with the January 6th Fed surrection. They steered that shit with instigators. Like Ray Epps. But now they're doing all they can to say that he's innocent. He's not going to jail. He was the one of the main people. Actually the main person. In pushing this shit towards the Capitol. And was one of the first to rush the police led that first push of the people that pushed that gate and rushed the police i was going to show the video but i'm sure you've seen it he was one of the most videoed people on january 6th as far as feds go instigators trying to push the crowd towards the capitol get everybody to storm the capitol we're going to raid the capitol we're going to take back our democracy he was inciting the violence they're doing that. That's what they always do. They do it and then they blame their enemy for what they're doing. But these guys all got away with it. Like in the Proud Boys, out of 13 people indicted or involved in the January 6th Fed surrection, eight of them were feds. The other five, they're facing charges. They're sitting in prison cells. The eight feds, no. All they were doing was steering these people, tricking these people, pulling these people into a setup so they could set them up and make them out to be domestic terrorists and make it look like there was an insurrection. And I'm telling you, I don't give Trump a pass on any of this. I think he helped steer it and rev it up as well. And the only reason why I'm doubling down on that now is because he's going to run for president again. After what happened, instead of fighting for these people, standing up for them, trying to help them be released, you know, they're still sitting in prison cells, these patriots that tried to stand up against the rigged election. He's wanting them to donate and give to the same system that rigged an election against them, that like, like it will be legitimate this time. Like they can vote their way out of that system and, you know, and the, you get a fair shake this time. This time, guys, though, they won't pull the football this time. He's sheepdogging you back into voting after they rigged the shit out of the election. So now you can't say that they rigged it. We already couldn't say it. We were already censored on social media for even implying that they rigged the election. But now no one in the media will touch it. And... You know, he's trying to pull everybody back into accepting this rigged system. But these feds, these, these instigators like Ray Epps, they're getting segments on 60 Minutes to show how innocent they are. And their GoFundMes don't get pulled. They get to raise money and have donations because it's so sad that their lives are being ruined and they're facing so many consequences over all this, you know, fake False news, fake news. Us dangerous conservative Republicans spreading fake information, calling Ray Epps a Fed, 
when no way possible is he an instigator. No way possible he's a paid instigator, even though there's video after video circulating of him doing just that. We're going to storm the Capitol. Everybody go into the Capitol. We're going into the Capitol. Over and over and over again, he's videoed doing that. And he led the push through the first fence. There wasn't that many rushes at anyone. It was one of the only rushes that there was. He pushed that. You see him going from person to person. And then they, they push the police back and go through, push the gate. He led all that shit. But 60 Minutes is, you know, putting the media power behind saying that Ray Epps is being framed and set up by all of us liars. And, and the people that were trying to stay and stand up for the country sit in prison cells. And, and you know, we're all excited and, and getting happy for Trump to come and save us. Meanwhile, the dollar's collapsing. All around the world, countries are dropping the dollar. And when enough of these countries start paying for stuff in other currencies to the point where the dollar stops being the world reserve currency, it's going to collapse like a stone. Hyperinflation will set in. The money will become worthless. And I really think what's happening is Trump's coming in to usher all that in. He will be the sheepdog. It gets everyone to accept that because I think the solution that they have ready and waiting in the wings is the central bank digital currency. I think that's where this is all heading into a digital currency, digital ID system. And then we'll be only a step away from smart cities, except they'll call them something else. Like, you know, Trump likes to call them freedom cities. I don't know if that's what he'll settle on or if he'll rebrand it again before then, but. We're in a lot of trouble. It is the fall of an empire, but we're on the inside. We're in that empire. So how does this shake out for us? What do you guys think? How does this work out? How do you avoid the central bank digital currency when the dollar collapses? What's the best way to go about that? I'd love to hear from you guys. Any Anything you, I know there's a lot of financial experts out there that watch this show. Let me let us know in the comments how the best way to protect ourselves from this stuff. But Russia is finally admitting to destroying something. But what they destroyed, the media doesn't seem to want to talk about. They destroyed a NATO base, a deep underground NATO bunker in Kiev. Killing hundreds of NATO employees. NATO officials, NATO soldiers, NATO officers, dozens of NATO officers inside Kiev. Not Ukrainian soldiers. They didn't shoot a bunker killing a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers. This was an underground bunker with hundreds of NATO soldiers. Huge underground bunker, too. And it was 400 feet below ground. 300-something people were killed that were NATO operatives in some way worked for NATO. And Russia admits to destroying it. But the, 
the media is not really touching this story. I had to dig to find this story. In fact, it's it's getting to where you got to dig to find anything on the proxy war with Russia. We're calling all the shots over there. That's our war. And for some reason, they don't want anything heard about it right now. And it must be that Russia's dominating at the moment. And because they were losing a lot of ground. But this this was a huge hit. And this was with those hypersonic missiles. This was a pretty cool missile. You should look up these missiles. I forget what the name of them are. But they're these hypersonic missiles that Russia has. And you can't even shoot them down. There's nothing can be done about this missile. And we don't have anything like it. thought that was pretty interesting. We're so badass. We're the military leaders of the world. We don't have nothing to match Russia's missiles. But I thought that was interesting, you know. Of course, we're already deeply involved in that war. I think that there's more than likely soldiers on the ground, American soldiers, fighting in that war already. But this guy's going to come save us, right? Everybody's excited about it. Everybody thinks this is the guy. I don't know why. I don't know why they think that. I don't know why they're so excited, but they really are. And he's already mocking Biden. He's already campaigning. He's already the front runner. It's going to happen. And I really feel like he's sheepdogging. But, you know, I'd love to hear from you what you think. If you really think that this is legitimate, you think he can stand up or will stand up after not being able to do it the first time not being able to stand up for even himself when they're rigging an election against him? And how could he ask you to participate in an ele a rigged election system that hasn't been reformed in any way? As a matter of fact, they've doubled down on a lot of it and said there's nothing wrong with it, including the mail-in ballots, which we all know is a huge, huge uh, problem the mail-in and absentee ballots. This is, this is how they probably rigged it and had all their 3 a.m. boost for Biden that made the F and fraud on all the charts where Biden won and came from the back in 3 a.m. to beat Trump. How could, how could he usher you back into participating in that system? And how could people follow him back in there? I just don't get it, you know? I don't understand it. And I think that that's what he's doing is sheepdogging you back into the system for what's next. And he'll usher in the collapse of the United States. This will be the president that moves us into the new system, that moves us into wherever this is panning out for us, for all of us regular people. He's going to be the one that gets us to run up and try to kick the football again He's going to be the one that pulls it. But no one's ready to hear that that's, that's in love with this guy. That people really, really like Trump. He knows what to say, but he also backs down on shit. Like, he's been playing up to that whole a man is a man and a woman is a woman thing lately. But he allowed transgenders to participate in this universe, personally allowed it. You know, so... He knows what to say, but how hard is it to know what to say? 
it's that they're pointing the cameras at him and letting him say it. Think about the first time around, his first campaign, first time he ran for president, all the things that he did and said that would have derailed any other campaign instantly, would have put a stop to any other campaign. He got away with all of it. Not only did he get away with it, they just kept shoving cameras in his face. Billions of dollars in free publicity. Grab him by the pussy. That didn't even finish him off. He's bulletproof. But the camera's being pointed at him. The free publicity. That's what fucks me up. The media is controlled by five corporations. Nothing gets on TV and in print and in the media and the radio and all that that they don't want out there. People who actually believe that he's a master of manipulating their media system, tricking them into covering him even. They know exactly what they're doing. He's awesome for both sides. He's a fantastic fundraiser and the only sheepdog that could usher people back into the system. But what we're looking at is the fall of an empire. We're looking at the decline of the United States, the end of the way things used to be and it's already happened you know like in the picture here <laughs> our ass is on fire and our clothes are tattered but we're putting out the perception still that we're number one we haven't been number one for a while a long time but we're 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 not yet realizing as citizens how bad that actually is yet and i think once the dollar collapses life will change dramatically for us Things will get very different, but I don't know how bad it will be, how close to the dystopian nightmare we seem to be heading for that we actually will end out at. Because like I said in the beginning, they're losing their hold. They're losing their power in, in all ways. So in how many ways are we gaining power? How far has the awakening come? How much does that allow us to stand against them what we've done because that doesn't all count for nothing we have to uh, understand that we've done a whole lot standing against this evil we've led a huge awakening and we can take down this evil we can uh, lead things to a better life you know that is possible and we have to believe in that so that's enough news that's enough covering the news and I think it's important for us to get back to something that we used to do we used to focus on motivation every Tuesday we would do motivation so I'm thinking as a palate cleanser to news we should do some Monday motivation you know and today would be a good day to focus on ourself, our self-worth. So that's the topic I picked tonight. I figured that'd be something good for us all to, to get to hear and a good message and affirmation for Monday to start off the week with, you know, the importance of your self-worth and self-appreciation and self-love. So let's get into that real quick. Thanks for coming. And if you're just getting in, remember, share this out and smash them shits. But let's watch this real quick. And then I'll be back with you to end out tonight's show. 
thanks for coming, guys. I really appreciate you. Hopefully, you our motivational talk. I thought that we should discuss something that we should never do if we are really trying to improve our situations in this life. We shouldn't place value on worthless things. It sounds simple, right? Well, I get this one wrong myself a lot. I catch myself putting nonsense above what is really important in my life all of the time. It's really easy to do. We all have problems. You have obstacles in your life, problems with your finances, different difficulties. I worry about those things instead of focusing like I should with all of my heart and energy on what really matters to me, what is truly important, I'll focus on those things instead. My problems, my worries, my concerns, the things I'm up against in this life, the things I have to deal with, instead of my goals, my dreams, and the people in this life that I love. Instead of focusing on them, I'll focus on my problems. Well, we were not created to worry and walk around miserable in this life. We were created to add our gifts to this life and to spread love, light, and joy wherever we go, to be lights on this world. God made us to be great. God doesn't want you to worry. In fact, over and over in the Bible, Jesus tells his disciples not to worry. He reminds them to have faith that God will provide and to stand true against fear. Now, it is easier said than done, but Stop being so stubborn because it really does work. Just do it. You don't believe me? I dare you to try it. Give your problems to God. He will take them from you. But you have got to trust in Him and stay in faith when you do it and the weight will instantly leave your shoulders. If you really give it to Him. Give that worthless and burdening weight that you are carrying to God. Stop focusing on your worries and difficulties. Focus instead on your desires and dreams and the things that you already possess in this world, the good and the love that you are currently surrounded with right now. Live in your current moment instead of imagined situations that may never even come to be. Just live your life and freely love yourself and others. Stop worrying and instead focus on love and appreciation to occupy your thoughts and keep your mind busy. Search for positive things and remember that you gave all of your problems over to God and move forward on your path in faith that God will provide for you. If you keep moving forward and pushing, He will always provide for you because you are blessed and highly favored and He will never let you down. He never has, ever. So stop worrying and placing so much value on obstacles and negativity that you end up devaluing your own life. Don't steal your own joy. You will end up stealing your own dreams from yourself if you aren't careful. You will convince yourself that you cannot do things. Tell yourself that you can't have them. Or worse yet, that you don't even deserve anything good or better in this life. You'll accept your current station and steal the better life that God made you for from yourself. You will even begin to lie to yourself to avoid the pain of defeat and stop yourself from ever trying to succeed at anything. I know that this is true, and I have done it to myself to prove it over and over again. And when I did that, I was winning. I was. 
I was convinced that I'd lose, so I always did. You manifest your own destiny in your mind before you even begin anything. You defeat yourself, and you always win. You are undefeated. You have never lost. You achieve what you believe that you will achieve, and that is a fact. You limit yourself. You betray your own desires all damn day long, in fact, for many different reasons. But you are destined and created for greatness by God and are meant to shine brightly on this world and a great life awaits you if you believe that it does. You have to know that you were made for it, that God wants you to have it, and all you have to do is stop denying the gift he already gave you and go out and get the life that you want. Train your brain to stop defeating you before you even begin, to stop convincing you that you aren't worthy. And here's a really good way that you can begin to do that. Learn your true self-worth and never settle for any less. Your true worth now, not the lies that you've told yourself. So what is real self-worth? Well, it's unconditional love for yourself. Not holding on to your mistakes or others' views of you. Loving yourself for who you really are. Accept yourself for who you actually are and love that person. Forgive that person and let that person be happy. Stop holding that person back and burdening them with things they've done and wrongs they've done. Because God made you to be great and he placed a gift inside of you to use to achieve that life that he wants for you because he loves you and values you unconditionally. So you should love yourself in that way as well. He doesn't have your jaded views on yourself that you made up. So let those go. Don't let those walls that you constructed keep you from the life that you deserve and were created for. Because this world was created for us. We rule this earth. God made it for us and we control it. Now that is an empowering and overwhelming thought all at the same time. Because that means that we are responsible here for everything. But it also means we are all able to manipulate our own personal realities individually. Now that is a lot of power. You literally create your own world. Your perspective forms your interpretation of this world and all of the things in it. And the value you place on things and what things you place that value on determine your path in this life. That is a fact. You head towards what you train your brain to head towards and you accept what you have already decided to accept. Keep in mind, you always win. You are undefeated. Your brain will instinctively protect whatever you hold precious. You will guard those deep beliefs closely, so make sure that you know what they really are. Don't lie to yourself about this. Really analyze your thoughts. Do you believe that you are weak or worthless? If you do, then you will be. Do you believe that you are too poor or overwhelmed to ever become rich? Then you are. If you really believe that, then you never will be rich. Do you think that you are unhealthy and burdened by the physical limits in this life? Then you always will be. These are truths. You will become whatever you think that you are. Your brain is wired to win and it never loses. It's undefeated. You are a winner no matter what you may think of yourself, you always win.
It's just that you don't believe. That's why you think you lose. Or you believe yourself to be unworthy or undeserving. You lose faith in your goals, but your lack of faith is why you failed. You gave up and decided, no, I just can't have that. Or that just isn't for someone like me. You lied to yourself. You chose safety. You quit. But if instead you imagine a life for yourself that you actually do want, you know, the one that you dream about, then that life is already yours and it is possible for you to have it. That's why God placed it in your imagination so that you would go out and create it for yourself because you can. Every single story that you have ever heard of great success in this life is told by someone who had a vision and a goal and stayed on a path towards it until they achieved it. Every single one. You fail when you stop and that is a fact. You convince yourself that you can't do it. Tell the truth to yourself right now and you'll see that I ain't lying to you. You are able to do it and you are worthy of it as well. Place your value where it really belongs and start with your own self-worth. I don't care what lies that you've told yourself. Take all of that to God and give it to Him right now. Go to Him right now. Don't even worry about the details or faults. Just lay it all down at God's feet and tell Him that you cannot do this on your own. Ask Him for His help and He will give it to you. He wants to give it to you. Just ask Him to. Give all of your concerns to God. Your worries, your stresses and fears, all of it. And then accept the abundance that awaits you that you do deserve and that will come to you if you believe and have faith that God will provide it for you. Stay on your path, live in faith and push forward and God will clear the way. Now it may not happen when you want it to, but if you stay on the path, it will be there. But if you wander off your path because of doubts or worries, then you will get lost and you will never arrive at your destination. So don't do that. If you catch yourself doubting yourself, beat that emotion down. Don't empower it. It's just an emotion. You have to have faith and believe that God will provide for you because He will. This world answers to our will through the power of God. That is a fact, plain and simple. Know your worth and never ever keep yourself from the life that you do deserve and can have because you value your obstacles over your desires. Don't do that. Always reach for your goals. Always think big. Ask for big things in your prayers. God does big things. Ask for big things and you will receive them. You deserve them. Know your worth. Know that you are worthy and live in faith that the better life that you dream about is possible for you. You can have it. It's already yours. If you're imagining it, if you can see it, if you're craving it, and you can picture it in your mind, you can make it real. So stop telling yourself no. Let yourself be happy. Find happiness. Seek out happiness. Look for it. Stop focusing on the negative. Those are lies. They are trying to defeat you and convince you that you deserve less in this life. It is not true. So know your worth, love yourself, and move forward towards what you really do want in this life. Go get the life that you want because it is yours.
Now, I felt that we should end this talk with a prayer. And I found a really good one that I thought would fit really well here. So let's pray together to end our talk on self-worth. Dear God, please speak loudly to me and reveal all the self-imposed limiting images in my mind. Replace them with pictures that glorify you and accurately represent my true potential. Upgrade my opinion of myself and my vision for the future so that I never feel the need to protect and preserve my past. Show me how to be a faithful steward of my one and only opportunity to magnify the greatness that you have placed within me and to show your presence in my life to others. Lead me away from complacency and any temptation to settle for less than what you know is my absolute best. As I accept and experience your grace and mercy, help me to grasp the depth and perfection of your love as demonstrated by the sacrifice of your only son. Restore me this day and make me whole and complete. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So I felt like that was a great message to take us out on news night tonight. But again, let me know what you guys think and let me know what you think about the Monday motivation. Do you like that? Is that something you want to continue? Does it help you? Do you feel better now? I feel better. Uh, if it makes you feel better, I'm going to keep doing it. So let me know what you think. But thanks for watching. Thanks for participating. And if you missed it, go check out this morning's Yank. But do it over on Rumble. Go over to Rumble and subscribe to our channel. Like a few videos. I'd really appreciate that. That really helps us out. But thank you guys so much. And I will see you here Wednesday night for Conspiracy Theories and Chill. God bless and enjoy the rest of your evening.